Hey friends, it's Mark James and it's Monday. What's this I hear you say? This episode, Mark must have started recording it before 3pm. <laughs> I was going to start recording it before 2pm, but I messed around a bit and I just got a shower. But I did not get a shower from lying in bed all day or playing Call of Duty or any of that stuff. No, 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 my friends. That is not what happened. I woke up this morning. So last night I went to bed at 2am. Yeah. Same old shit. Playing Call of Duty until God knows when. Well, I don't need God to tell me when. It was 2am. I've already told you. Um, I played Call of Duty. I went to bed. But I went to bed with a bit of a different vibe. I went to bed with a bit of determination in my head and a song in my heart. And I thought tomorrow, no matter how tired I am when I wake up, I'm going to get up at eight and I'm going to get on with it. So I got up at eight, I um, got showered straight away, got out of bed, made the bed, all of that stuff, and I went walking. Sarah took Joshua to school, so I was kind of free to just do my walk. So I went walking, and I walked the full walk up to the football club and back, and I was back in the house for quarter past 11. I weighed in at a rather frightening 19 stone 10 today, so it's just going up and up and up. Why has that been happening? I hear you ask. Well, I'm about to tell you. It's because I've done nothing except eat Rocky Road every single day. <laughs> and it's delicious. It's so nice that I literally never get bored of eating it. And there's about, obviously, because Sarah's trying all these different flavors. And there's all the, you know, leftovers from when she's cut perfect pieces to send out in orders. Then there's the occasional ends and bits that aren't going to be perfect. So she doesn't put them in orders. So I eat all of them and there's loads of different flavors. I literally could eat it all day, every day, probably forever. And that's what I've been doing. I'm not kidding when I tell you I've been eating at least eight pieces a day. Eight pieces a day, I reckon I've had. Because I usually eat two at the same time and I've been doing that three or four times a day. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So I'm eating a lot of Rocky Road. And... I haven't been exercising. I went away on gigs and I didn't walk because my Fitbit wasn't charged, stupidly. I got away and I think I'll charge her for the Fitbit because Sarah's didn't charge either. It doesn't work properly. So my Fitbit wasn't charged. It doesn't feel like it's worth it walking if you're not counting the steps on the Fitbit. I know that's stupid, but it is what it is. You don't get that endorphin rush of seeing the high number of how many steps you've done. And I've just been eating. So I've eaten and I've not walking. Walking? Walking? Not walked. <laughs> walking? Ha, uh, hang on, let me to see if I can do the uh, Christopher Walken impression. What would Christopher Walken say? He would say, your, your daddy, your daddy gave me the watch. <laughs> That's a terrible impression. I know I do like to do impressions on here every now and again, but the Christopher Walken one isn't going to work. Your daddy, your daddy gave me the watch. No, it's not going to work. Anyway, so, yeah, no walking and no walking and... Loads of food. I mean, what a surprise. I put weight on. Can you even believe it? Mark, you ate eight pieces of Rocky Road a day and you did less walking in a week than you normally do in a morning. How can you be surprised if you put half a stone on? Or even more. I mean, Jesus Christ. So today I've walked. Um, I have eaten a little bit of Rocky Road. Monday's usually my cheat day, but I've only had one piece. So I'm going to eat normal food later, and then tomorrow's Sarah's birthday, but Wednesday I'm going to have a no-food day, and then we're going to get this train on the road. Like Elton John said, this train don't stop. 
the strand or stop. That was my impression of Elton John. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to get it back. I'm going to do it, friends. So I'm recording the podcast early because I'm going to try. I know I've made you so many promises, but I'm going to try and get it up every day <laughs> before three o'clock. That's where we're headed this week. Get out, get walking early in the morning, get home, shower, do the podcast, get the work sorted. I've got gigs this week, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, everything until Saturday is local within an hour, so that'll be good. Um, I can really get this week on track, I believe. Yeah. So let's do that, shall we? Let's try and be better this week than we were last week. Because ultimately, the only person that you're in competition with is yourself. You've got to work on yourself. Now, quite marvellously, based on yesterday's episode of it being National Coming Out Day, I was thrilled that a friend messaged me um, to say, I want to tell you something that I haven't told anybody. And they came out to me, which is exactly what I said. We had a little chat about it. And I think that at the end of it, they felt better. And I think today they're going to tell their family about it. So I am thrilled for them. Um, I shall not say their name or whether or not they are male or female, but because it, it is not my secret to tell. Um, but I'm thrilled for them that something I'm thrilled, in, in fact, in general, that something I said yesterday led them to decide to throw caution to the wind and tell me something they've been wrestling with. And um, they're not currently in a relationship, but they're kind and they're, you know, not sure about what they want out of things, but they know that this thing about them is true and they're going to get get moved forward with it. So that's really nice and I'm thrilled. So, you know, tell somebody and make you feel better. Lovely that was. Um, so they're going to do their thing. I feel inspired to this week to do my thing and work on myself and, you know, t- be, tell my own truth or at least I know my truth. And my, <laughs> my truth is that I need to get on track. It's funny, isn't it? Because... Mental health is such a trigger word, such a trigger phrase. And actually, it's funny that we all, it's funny that we all understand that we all experience health uh, kind of fluctuations. Sometimes we're more healthy and sometimes we're less healthy because, you know, we've been eating well, we've been walking, we've been drinking lots of water, we've been taking regular showers and all of the things that, uh, that, add to our health. And yet mental health, I'm learning so much more about. And I, I'm going to be honest, even me with Asperger's syndrome and all of my tics and unusualnesses, unusualities and things like that, even I, when I heard mental health stuff being discussed a lot, you think, oh, fuck me, this again. You know, like, you saw because you only feel like people that you feel like the only people who suffer from mental health issues are like brilliant artists that have created something amazing. And I always used to think to myself, I'm not um, I'm not creative enough to be affected by mental health. That's only for geniuses. You know, nobody cares if you um, just have a normal job or you go out and do the odd gig. But, you know, you've got mental health issues. But actually, the problem is I don't think we look at mental health in the right way in this world, certainly in this country. And we need to think of it just in terms of our regular health, because you only ever hear mental health discussed when it's in conjunction with mental health problems. The people say, he's got mental health issues. He's got mental health problems. My mental health's been suffering. 
Well, you can have mental health and be extremely healthy. Everybody has mental health. It's the same as normal health. And it's a spectrum. I mean, in my case, it, it spectrum is... <laughs> <laughs> it really is a spectrum, but for not everyone, it is a spectrum. But, you know, it's a it's a spectrum. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. And it can demonstrate itself in multiple ways. So I think that you need to start thinking of your mental health, or we all do, with regards to if you can't be bothered to get on with the jobs that you need to do, or you feel sad, or you feel anxious, or whatever... There are things that you're doing to yourself that make that happen. For instance, when you put weight on, you think to yourself, I haven't done enough exercise or I've eaten too much bad food. When your skin feels shitty, you think to yourself, I need to use a different shower gel or I need to drink more water. You know, when you're... um, All all of those things have direct connotations. And for me, I realised that... When I feel anxious, or I constantly feel like the world is about to implode, I need to stop watching the news. Um, you know, I told you a little bit about some things to do with Britain's Got Talent a few, uh, well, near the beginning of this podcast, which, by the way, tomorrow is episode 50. So if you've been here since the beginning, or you've caught up since the beginning, and you are listening to episode 49 right now, and tomorrow you're going to listen to episode 50, let me just say... I fucking love you. Thanks. Thanks for coming along on this journey. Let's just keep doing it. I hope it's helped you in the same way it's helped me. But I mentioned uh, Britain's Got Talent at the beginning. I haven't watched the final um, because I don't think it will help my mental health in any positive way. You know, my friend was on there and I downloaded the app and I voted for him, uh, Steve Royal, who I mentioned I was a big supporter of. But... I had some chats about going on that show. Something that I was potentially going to do was on that show, but another performer did it. Something that I was potentially going to do was performed by another performer again. Um, You know, that's just how these shows go. I don't necessarily feel that I got ripped off or that I was done over or anything like that. You know, there are times when you think, well, I bet they wouldn't know about those things unless they'd seen the video of me doing them. And I suggested it. But that's just life. If you don't take your opportunity, you can't be annoyed if someone else does. You know, a friend of mine messaged me the other day saying that he'd seen a magic show was being advertised in his town and he wasn't sure how he felt about it. And I said, were you going to do a magic show? And he said, no. And I said, are you going to do one now? He said, no. I said, well, shut up about it then. If you're not going to do it and you weren't going to do it, you've no right to moan that someone else is doing it. And, you know, I didn't push hard enough to get on Britain's Got Talent when it was being offered to me. And I put roadblocks up some in some ways, maybe to protect my um, brand or whatever, and not deviate too far from what it is that I feel like I am or wish to be. And in some ways to give myself a let off that I didn't want the stress or the pressure or the anxiety of being involved in it. Maybe I don't know. I haven't really unpicked that for myself. What I do know is that watching the final and watching five magicians perform in the final um, won't do me any particular good. I know that I won't feel happier at the end of seeing it than I feel having not seen it. I know the result. I voted for my friend and watching it won't make me feel better. So why should I watch it? other than prurient curiosity. And you know what they say, curiosity killed the cat. I think we need to just, there's no harm in avoiding things that won't help you. At the minute, 
I'm trying not to watch the news. I don't swipe to the right on my phone to see the where the news is on my iPhone. I don't watch the news on television. I actively avoid scrolling down the Facebook news feed because I know that won't do me any good. I still look at Instagram all the time because people just share photographs. But generally, I try to avoid stuff that I think will harm me right now because honestly, I don't always feel strong enough to be able to deal with it. And that's okay. Again, it's like some days I can laugh things off and some days I can read the news and, you know, I'll think, oh, well, as long as we're all still alive or whatever, it's okay. And other days I just think it won't make me feel good. (laughs) So I'm advising you, if you don't feel that you're strong enough for the news, you don't feel you're strong enough to confront things that um, might get you down, you don't have to. Just fuck them off. Ignore them for a bit. Ignore them until you're ready. Do things to make your mental health be more healthy. Um, You know, read a book, watch a TV show, go for a walk, drink some water, um, listen to some music that you love, draw a picture. Even if you're not into art, just draw a picture. Get a colouring book and some colouring pencils and colour in a picture. It honestly, no kidding, will make you feel better. So go for it you know, and then you might feel better and then you might feel strong enough to confront the news or whatever it is. And you'll, you'll find that it's not as bad as you thought it was, but when you look at it with the right frame of mind, you can often handle anything. So I don't know. There's some thoughts on that. I feel okay though. Today I feel better. I feel like I'm about to get on the up and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Let's go. Let's be positive. <laughs> um, I was thinking this morning, I looked in the mirror when I was I got weighed and I was thinking, it's weird how every time I look in the mirror, I see something completely different. It's like my bathroom is a funfair hall of mirrors. and But the mirror that I look in changes based on my own behavior the week before. <laughs> Today, I got the curvy mirror, the convex one. That makes you look a bit rounder than normal. And uh, I thought, yeah, I better go and walk and do it. But I'd made that decision last night, so that was all right. Um, I hate the rain. It rained today. That pisses me off. I mean, I've said this before, but honestly, pathologically, I hate the rain. You don't know how shit the rain is until you wear glasses. If you wear glasses, you can moan about the rain all day long. You know how bad it is when you walk and the rain is getting in your face. It's terrible. It does your head in. Um, Cold face, wet jeans, can't see through your glasses. Things are steaming up worse than normal without your stupid fucking mask on. Social distanced. For the wankers, stay with me, friends. Um, Yeah, it's horrible. So it rained a bit. But you know what? I was already out. I'd made it past the halfway point. I had no choice but to continue the rest of the way and come home. But I would have done it anyway. I pushed on. Today's a good day. Um... I tell you what is annoying me though. We have to. Um, here's the thing that you should do: if you've got a normal job, and you get asked by your boss to only take a bit of your break because it's busy, you should say no. Take your full break. You deserve your full hour. If you've got an hour's dinner, you should take your full hour. It happens in businesses all over the country. People say, oh, I didn't have time for dinner today. That's not how it should work. If you own the business and you decide not to take your dinner, 
then that will directly benefit your pocket. You will do better as a result of not taking your dinner break. But if you work in a supermarket and the boss says, can you do me a favor and just have 20 minutes a day instead of an hour? We're really busy. And you go, yeah, of course, because you want to help out. What you're doing there is you're financing or you're working towards somebody else's dream. That person can afford for you to take your dinner if it's too busy. If it's too busy that you can't have your lunch break, that boss needs to hire another member of staff because they're not just asking you not to take your full dinner. They're asking everybody and everybody's dinner should be full time because there's enough people working there to cover the shift. Don't finance somebody else's dream by altering your behavior. You're paying for them to live their dream. That's not how business is supposed to work. I need to think about this more thoroughly um, so that I can kind of get my head around it. But I was talking to my friend today and he was like, oh, I rushed off our feet. And he, we, you know, I didn't get to take my full dinner. And I thought, that's bullshit, really. You shouldn't have to do that. You should get your full break. Annoying. Um, think about that, though. Think about that a bit more, what I'm trying to get at. And maybe you'll work it out for me. But everyone should be able to get the breaks they deserve. If you're the boss, it's your decision. You should, as the boss, you shouldn't put somebody in that position where you say, do you mind not having your full break? Because if they say, well, yeah, I do. I want my full break. Now they feel nervous. They feel guilty. They feel like they might lose their job or the next time they get looked over for promotion. or They might not. Um, it shouldn't be that the people who get considered for promotion are the people who are most willing to give up their rights for the benefit of somebody else. That's not the society that we're supposed to live in. And yet it happens in tiny, tiny ways all the time. And we need to learn to stand up for ourselves. That's why the world is in the place that it's in. But let's look at some positivity because I'm letting out all of the things that have been on my mind rant-wise so that tomorrow I can start with a happier glow. And tomorrow I'm going to be healthier from today. Tomorrow I will weigh less than I weighed this morning. That's a win. I'll have done an exercise tomorrow, uh, today, that I didn't do the day before. So tomorrow I'll get the benefit of that and I'll do it again. And I'll have started a habit, a winning tradition. Also tomorrow, I'm celebrating two things. Number one, episode 50 of this podcast. I hope you'll celebrate with me. Number two, Sarah's birthday. My wife is 40 years old tomorrow and I've got her some gifts, which is exciting. I can't really talk about it now because she's going to listen to this. I can talk about a pastime though, <laughs> when I spectacularly mess things up. Sarah told me, right, I've started keeping a list now. I keep a list in the notes of my phone, which is called Sarah Stuff. And it's basically a list of every time she mentions to me something that she thinks is cool or she likes. I write it down in this list secretly. Well, not secretly now. She's going to find this out, but it doesn't matter because I've already bought the gifts and stuff. But anyway, um, she likes perfume. She has what she calls a wardrobe of perfume. That's when you've got more than one scent. I have one aftershave that I wear all the time. Everybody recognizes it on me. It's it's my smell. People say to me, that's your smell. Um, it's Versace Eros. Now there's Versace Eros in a green bottle and there's one in a red bottle. The red one smells the same as the green one, except it's a little bit spicier. So you put the green one on during the day. You put the red one on at the night. You still smell the same, but people know, well, that's nice. It smells the same, but a tiny, tiny bit different. But Sarah's got a wardrobe. That means more than one smell. 
I went to buy her some perfume from a shop once. I knew that it was a name and then a number. I explained that to the woman. Sarah had gone on about the fact that this perfume was really expensive loads of times. I got to the shop. I told this woman it was the name and the number. Sarah likes Chanel number no. five. She likes Coco, not the Kira Knightley one, not Mademoiselle, just Coco. <laughs> but anyway, she likes that as well. I saw the price. I was thinking, this isn't really expensive. That's ridiculous. Women are going to think this is funny. Men might not really think it's as funny. But um, speaking of women who listen to the podcast, hi, Mandy. My friend Mandy messaged me to say she listens to it. Um, So I'm thrilled about that. It's not Mandy who came out to me, by the way, just so you know. (laughs) But now people are going to think it is. Sorry, mate. Um, Anyway, so, um, yeah, she... um, She told me she likes this perfume. I could remember it was a name and then a number and it was expensive. The woman's going, oh yeah, this is quite expensive. It was like 30 quid a bottle. I'm thinking, well, it's not expensive. That's cheap. Like the aftershave I wear, Versace Eros is like 60 quid a bottle. I'm thinking, well, 30 is not expensive. So um, it might be more than that. I can't remember. Anyway, I bought it. I wrapped it. I gave it to her for a birthday. She was like, oh, thanks. I noticed she was never, ever, ever wearing it. Um... It turned out what she likes is Chanel number no. five. What did I bought? CK1. <laughs> That's a name and a number. Messed it right up, didn't I? Never mind, eh? I've learned this time. Anyway, blimey, that's a long episode, and most of it was me ranting about stuff. Sorry, guys. Sorry, friends. Uh, I'll be in a happier mood tomorrow. As always, if you want to hear me talk about anything in particular... Oh, sorry. I was supposed to talk about my magic influences. Tomorrow, I promise. Um, If you want to hear me talk about anything in particular, send me a message. I'm doing 15, 20 minutes a day, so I could use the inspiration. (laughs) Bye, friends.